Well, hello guys, this is Trinity, and this is Trinity's Into the Light and Tarot, aka Trinity's Talk It Out Sessions, aka, aka, aka Talk It Out Sessions with Trinity. And guess who it is? It is me, Trinity, your host. So, welcome to my podcast. I love you guys, I love you guys so, so much. Welcome to episode. I think this is episode six now of the podcast and I'm going to try and get more consistent I told you guys I have a lot of things to talk about and the next thing I'm going to talk about is actually the planetary alignments recently so let's just get that pulled up for myself as a lot of you guys know Saturn recently went station direct on October 22nd or 23rd depending on where you are in the world and we have Saturn in Aquarius as you guys know, Saturn was retrograding in uh, was retrograding in Capricorn, and then it was in it was in Capricorn at first, and then it went to Aquarius during this retrograde time, and now it's stationed direct in Aquarius. Now, as you all know, Saturn is the father of the zodiac. It is structure, responsibility, rules. It is the person that gets you in line. It is also Capricorn when you're looking at the zodiac. So, Saturn is Capricorn, and also before modern telescopes, it was also Aquarius, if you guys did not know that. So, if, you, if you're if you really, really into astrology, before the inventions of, before the invention of, invention of the modern telescope, like the really, really good ones, some of these planets, like Mars, Jupiter, and Saturn, also had a double, um... Like a double, like un like unofficial or whatever sign, uh, sign assigned to them. And for Capricorn, and for Saturn, it is also it is Capricorn, duh. But also Aquarius. Y'all may not think the two and two go together, but in all reality, they actually do. Da da da. So, like I say, now Capricorn. Let me tell y'all. Capricorn, although it is a Earth sign, it is a very mutable sign. It is very kind of like... I don't want to say like... It's not crackhead energy, but it is. So, it's similar to Aries, and Aries is very carnal. I feel, personally, um, Capricorn is a little bit more mutable when it comes to certain things but the one thing that Capricorn is very very anal about which makes it like very cardinal is its money and its structure it's very like ah, about it meanwhile you got Aquarius which is very stubborn and again you know Capricorn can be stubborn when it comes to certain aspects of their life it is earth sign after all but at the end of the day I feel like Capricorn is like the most like mutable sign when it comes to like finances and money and stuff because they are very adapt to me they are very adaptable when it comes to their personal finances when it comes to their businesses so that's just a personal thing in reality technically Capricorn is very cardinal and Aquarius is very fixed even though it's an air sign people think oh it's spazzy and whatever yeah hell no you, you gotta get your astrology together now the reason why Capricorn and Aquarius kind of go together and why they are, you know, not just after the, um, 
like not just after like the invention of like let me turn this down a little bit um not just after the invention of modern like telescopes that uh i'm losing my chance but y'all hold on Basically, Capricorn and Aquarius are not that different from each other in the aspect of they have similar drives when it comes to certain things. Now, Aquarius's drive comes from it being very, like, un- un- they damn near unpredictable and spazzy to the outside person. But they're just weird. They're the modern-day Bill Gates. They're the people that drive society forward as a whole. With Saturn being Aquarius right now, there is going to be a lot of structural changes that are going to look fucking insane to us right now in society. So, let me just pull up, like, some world, so like, worldwide news. I didn't, like, research this is, um, in death. So, let's see what's kind of, like, going on in society right now. You know, I love, like, looking this up. As we go, and we can go on news.wttw.com, and let's just see what's going on. Like, so if you live in Chicago, we got the 2023 election from there, and let's just take a look. Now, you know, we got Lori Lightfoot, the first female black mayor, of course, and let's see who is running for mayor. Mayor of Chicago right now. So this is going to be interesting because I didn't look these up. So, like, I didn't look these up prior to. Uh, I got really, really subscribed. Y'all, I'm not so. Oh, my bad. I got the ad block on. <laughs> we should probably pause that. But we're going to see. Like I said, let's just talk about it while I'm going through it. As we know that Saturn, um, Saturn is structure. It is the father, it's the teacher. Now, the thing about the teaching part of Saturn is it's not just karma. It's about learning. Saturn is here to teach us how to be better, how to get more organized. Aquarius, it kind of tames that unpredictable Aquarius energy and gives it a direction. So this is not necessarily a bad thing. It just gives a line, it gives a road for Aquarius to run on so that way they can channel that crazy spastic like humanitarian those worldwide ideas it gives them a pathway for them to be effective so it's not necessarily Saturn and Aquarius is not necessarily working against like that placement isn't working against each other it's actually working together so that way it builds a cohesive and productive environment for change now, a lot of you may not realize is that <clears throat> Aquarius is also, Aquarius is Uranus ruled and it's also the ruler of the 11th house, which is the social, which is social groups. It's the world as a whole. It is social media. It's Facebook. It's the news. And in society right now, you're going to see a lot of weird, again, like I said, you're going to see a lot of weird ass changes going on right now in society where people are going to try to start doing new things to improve the world to try and be better so around this time we are seeing we are going to be seeing a lot of like significant 
and odd and weird ass changes that again are not going to make sense to us right now remember when they opened um when they approved um gay marriage like homosexual marriages like y'all remember that that was fucking insane people were angry for various different reasons however like what are you gonna do people want to get married now i'm not logging in y'all are being uh mean all right so let's just actually check out chicagobusiness.com see what they give me why like why do i have to be like a subscriber for all this stuff Mm. okay here we go so right now we have commissioner cook county uh cook county commissioner brandon johnson running for interesting running for chicago mayor so let's just pull up his chart really quick and kind of have it on hand and then let's just look up his birthday now you know, I I got the tea. You know, I love looking that shit up. Not Brandon for Cook County. We're not going to look that up. We're going to look up his actual, like, birth date. So let's just see if we can, can get, like, some sort of information on that. As you know, he's African-American male. And his memberships are emergency management, regional security. Um, he's ventures chairman, things of that nature. So that is on the Cook County board. And I'm just using this because... You know, I live in Chicago, and it's kind of a big deal. So, I want to see when is his birthday, and I'll take a quick break. Give me one second, I'll get that information for y'all. Hold on. So, after some quick attempting to damn near dox the man, I cannot find his birthday. So, from what I could gather using... You know, context clues and all that, what have you. It is more, and it's looking more so like maybe he could potentially be an Aries, which would make sense to, you know, I guess because they're very, like, again, aggressive energy. Now, we all know that uh, in the past couple of years, Chicago's politicians ain't been, especially the mayors, ain't been doing so hot. So, you know, there's that. But, again, there's a lot of change that is trying to happen. I will say that. Now, I did look up our current mayor's, um, our current mayor's birth chart. And I did not, you know... I need a whole sign house. I did not completely, like, look up this chart. Um, like, I didn't look up this chart on my own. I do plan on, like, pulling this all the way up. Uh, let me take a look. It looks like she was born in 1962. And I'm going to show you how significant all of this is in relation to like our current politicians all right give me so with that being said let's look up chicago's birth chart so chicago officially officially became a 
City, March 4th, 1837, and of course it's in Chicago, Illinois, and we're going to use the time as, um, we're going to do unknown time, which is usually midnight and such, and we're going to use uh, the whole sign house system. So we're going to take a look, and of course there are no houses, I'm going to redo it, um, let me redo this to make it so that way it is at 12 noon. Um, some people use 12 noon or like 12 a.m. I'm going to use houses. So, using 12 in the afternoon, this trans, the Saturn, Saturn in Aquarius is going to kind of affect this the most. It looks like, funnily enough, Chicago has a stellium in the eighth house. And it has Venus, Mercury, Moon, and Neptune all in the 8th house in its chart. And again, I'm using 12 in the afternoon. Some people use 12 a.m. Um, but from what this looks like, this does. It looks a little interesting. Let me use midnight to see if it's something similar. No, it's still essentially... It, it's still there, so it doesn't make a difference whether you use midnight or 12 a.m. Um, so from when unknown time, Chicago has a stellium in its eighth house. Now, what does that mean for Chicago? And what does that mean for the Saturn, the Saturn and Aquarius placement? So Saturn is structure. It's a teacher. It is things being put together. We know that Chicago, again, eighth house, strong, oops, Strong eighth house stellium in Aquarius, knowing meaning that Chicago's unpredictability with money has been established ever since it became a city. Ever since it became a city, Chicago's money will always be unpredictable, especially as a resident of Chicago. Again, eighth house is is secrets. It's Scorpio ruled. It's secrets. Um, it's secrets, it's like the occult is death and it's power. And again, we all know Chicago sometimes be having the highest gunshot rates. What do you, come on, it's here. Now, I'm going to get really, really into the Saturn in Aquarius, but let's just talk about Chicago's birth chart for just a second here. Now, Chicago's birth chart, again, March 4th, 1837, it has a significant eight house stellium here stelliums are very powerful placements in the charts it is a it is where that particular house's energy and sign and the signs are the psychological influences chicago's eighth house stellium in aquarius means high unpredictability with other people's money and there are a lot of secrets and a lot of things that are going on that is not revealed to us openly we all know again if you live in chicago that our city is kind of corrupt which again we know this already like i said now again this is shared assets and a lot of this is circling around money we do have venus we do have venus in um aquarius in the eighth house and venus is not just love it is also money so our unpredictability with money will be very common. However, Aquarius um, in the eighth house also means that our unpredictability, our weird shit. Again, we have a fucking bean in the middle of Millennium Park 
that brings thousands of tourists to Chicago every single year. Like, come on, or the Cloud Gate. But if you're a local Chicagoan, it's called the Bean. It's a weird thing. Why do we have a Bean in the middle of Millennium Park? It's the Cloud Gate, so you can see the clouds and the stars and also the whatnot. But it brings us thousands of tourists and money every single year. Also, Chicago is known for their boys' town, their gay community here. Whether it's toxic or not, Chicago has a very strong LGBTQ plus presence, which we are also known for, like any other major city. It's something about Chicago that makes it a little bit more extra. Now, here we go again. We have Mercury in Aquarius in the eighth house. Again, a lot of wild ass shit comes out of Chicago when we start talking about these politicians and then talking about these goddamn, these rappers and these conspiracies. There are a lot of conspiracies and a lot of secrets around the way we speak. Whether it's the politicians, the rappers, people who come here and do poetry, people that have been assaulted here. We have a lot of things, again, secrets in regards to our communication. And 9 times out of 10, this is in the third Mercury also rules the third house, which is early communication. It is also social privileges, cultural backgrounds. It is things that are also kind of like your short journeys, the lower education, how this country, or not this country, how the city was built on. So we already have an indication that this, this city was already built on communication secrets, things being kept underneath the, um underneath the surface there were a lot of secrets and talks about our money and our finances how the finances of the people that live in chicago are going to be utilized to keep the rich richer and we know this already but chicago again is very very known for especially for people in power so look at al capone duh one of the most biggest gangsters in chicago had a lot of secret underground tunnels and shit like that chicago has a lot of secret a lot of secrets around money that are still hidden to this day. All right. And now we have, again, moon and Aquarius in the eighth house. Again, secrets around money. Now there is some, there is some unexpected people that do care about Chicago genuinely. And people are very caught off guard about that. But again, you're not going to see these people. These are the people that have died unexpectedly that have died in very, very weird ways, especially in regards to drowning, which moves on to Neptune in the 8th house in Aquarius, you will find that a lot of these politicians, a lot of these people that have spoken on people that care about Chicago, that care about releasing these secrets, that care about changing the world changing the world of Chicago as we know it, from coming from corrupt to coming into a nice, well-rounded city where everybody is welcome, everybody has a chance, you will find that these people have died unexpectedly. People die and get kidnapped, and these, I will say that Chicago is part of a bigger occult system than people realize with this stellium in the 8th house for Chicago. You will, not, you will realize that a lot of these politicians and a lot of these people in power in Chicago with this stellium in the 8th house have given up something, have sacrificed something, that have done something for 
their position of power in Chicago. And a lot of these people are deeply, deeply into the occult. Whether they have sold their soul to the reptilians, whether they have sold their soul to the devil, whether they have made a trade-off or something of significant to get their power to maintain their status and wealth in Chicago to the best of their abilities. Now, on the flip side, the people that have not done this but want to use their occult powers for good to improve the city, to improve their financial situation, to get Chicago out of death, to fix the city, you will find that a lot of these people, again, have died unexpectedly, unexpectedly through drugs, drugs, aka overdoses. Take a look at all our Chicago rappers. Take a look at all of our Chicago rappers right now. King Von, um, Tenacious XXS. All these people tend to have substance problems, but they die unexpectedly through like a gunshot. Again, a lot of eight, a lot of these eighth house placements, you will find that death surrounds Chicago and the occult heavily. There are a lot of spiritual sacrifices going on in the name of money. And again, this has been stated multiple times by multiple different so resources and people on the radio, on the internet. You can look this up. A lot of conspiracy theories about Chicago are technically true. They are true and it shows in Chicago's birth chart in their natal chart. So I want you guys to have a ball with this. I will post this, I will post this up on my website. I will download it and post it up on my website and for you guys to kind of unpack it and you can do this with damn near any city and it's very very amazing to really look at how things kind of unfold so getting into really really nitty gritty let's look at the transit chart and again i will be focusing on this eighth house stellium in particular because of the Saturn and Aquarius tra transit that's happening. So let's look up the transit chart. So, come on, I need this to inflate bigger. So, finally enough, if you open this chart and you look at the transit chart for Chicago, Saturn is transiting through Chicago's eighth house and it is in Aquarius. Ding dong, we are going to, we are going to the period uh, in Chicago where it's unpredictable change in regards to our structuring. A lot of people in the past have relearned from Chicago's past mistakes and our politicians, especially our mayors are getting kind of younger and younger. Now I'm not saying that this is significantly younger, but we are seeing progressive like change in who is becoming mayor how things are working in Chicago. And I do think Lori, Lori Lightfoot had some in, had some positive um, intentions behind this, but I will, I will um, look her chart up in particular. I will suspect that Lori cared about Chicago a little bit too much, that it is sad, with the way that the chart is set up, with the way Chicago is, you will find that Lori cared about Chicago a lot. However, Chicago is not ready for her progressive and more long-term ideas. And I'll get into that in a second too. With this Saturn, with Saturn transiting, the Saturn, Saturn and the moon 
they're chancing Chicago's eighth house. So we already have the eighth house, um, the moon in Aquarius in the eighth house. The moon is about to start transiting that very shortly, and we still have Saturn, which is a longer term transit, transiting through, um, transiting through Chicago's eighth house. So we are currently seeing a resistance, a restructure of Chicago's like hierarchy, essentially. As we look at all these politicians, as election time is coming up, actually. And as you know, I do feel with this moon transiting the eighth house, we're going to find somebody that appears in the next couple weeks that actually cares for the city of Chicago, that wants to better it, and that wants to reveal certain things about Chicago that may or may not be known to its residents. And this is somebody, again, that truly, truly, genuinely loves Chicago, that treats us like its baby. And again, we're not going to see that right now. And this is as of 1031 Halloween. Happy Halloween, guys. But, like I said, we're going to see a, a unexpected person care about Chicago in a way that we've never seen before. Oh, excuse me. Let's get the Halloween mood going on. We're going to see somebody appear out of nowhere. And this is, again, this is somebody that is going to be very, very unexpected that we are not going to realize that cares about Chicago as much as we think they do. And then once that, once the moon, let me see when it will directly align. Um, Let me see when it will directly align with, um... the so actually it'll be tomorrow so November 1st the week so this week the week of November 1st and this could honestly be the commissioner because I'm seeing a lot of news about um let me check my levels I'm seeing a lot of news about commissioner Brandon Johnson seemingly wants to care for Chicago very much. And he doesn't seem to be very popular. I can't find very much information on him. And I understand that, you know, politicians are corrupt. But the vibes, honestly, that I get from uh, Commissioner Brandon Johnson is that he genuinely wants to care for Chicago. And I don't know how well that will hold up. But it's going to get Chicago a preview that you can't have somebody that cares for your city very much. But I don't think... Brandon is going to do very well because he is going to challenge a lot of people in power right now. And that's a sadder transiting in his eighth house it is challenging the structure as we know it of Chicago. He's going, he's going to come in and try and really, really restructure and get Chicago back together. And if you look him up, um, if you look him up, Cook County Commissioner... Brandon Johnson. Let me take off the birthday because I was looking for this man's birthday. If you look him up, he is the first one to... he Not the first one, but he is the one to say that... Uh, let's see. NBC News. So he is the one that's... He specifically said that Lori Lightfoot broke every promise, every single promise she made to the progressive voters. 
Um, the hopes and desires of working families have been ignored. I don't break promises. We've heard that before. But the one thing that he said is that he will be the bona fide progressive candidate in this race. This is from NBC News Chicago. And what did I just say in relation to this chart? Chicago is going to get a candidate that is genuinely going to care for its people, but it is not going to go it's not going to go over well for Commissioner Brandon Johnson just because of the simple fact that he is currently challenging the hierarchy of Chicago and his long-standing crooked politicians and mayors. He is going to challenge them directly and it is going to be a very a very big struggle as the moon transits uh transits over Saturn because he is going to realize that he's he has his work cut out for him when he runs for mayor and i advise that this is i am not sponsored by this man or nothing i am currently looking at the charts and the timelines because i recently just saw before as i'm looking this stuff up in real time as i'm looking this stuff up in real time i am seeing that brandon johnson could potentially be the caring and motherly politician that chicago has been needing for a long time again i keep repeating myself but just to kind of drive home the point that as the moon transits in uh over saturn in chicago's eighth house we're going to see a huge huge struggle in regards to um his expression he is going to be a uh, noted as a very emotional person you can um tell from what i've looked up he is very passionate and very loving and cares for his city a lot i don't know if he's been born and raised here he should be but the moon is also very adaptable and people are not gonna what people are not gonna realize that this cancerian energy this moon energy that's happening once brandon johnson gets a taste of what's really happening on the politics side when it's when it comes to like running for mayor and things of that nature brandon's going to adapt and he is going to become that person that is very seemingly crooked and caring but things that he's going to do he's going to manipulate the he is going to manipulate the situation enough so that he can win and then start working on things from inside out. He's going to figure out very quickly that Chicago is built on secrets. It's based on the occult. And he's going to find out a lot of things that may or may not make him drop from the race. I will be honest about that. Again, Chicago has an 8th house stellium in Aquarius. Which means, again, a lot of issues with money. A lot of things that Chicago cannot be escaped, uh, that Chicago cannot escape from. There is heavy, heavy, um secrets regarding magic and witchcraft and like spiritual control and people who live in chicago feel that sometimes there is a dark cloud over chicago especially with a lot of deaths of rappers a lot of deaths of children i work at a trauma center where i do see a lot of death and even i have noticed an increase in this whether this accidental whether it's accidental or spiritual in nature or just you know chicago being chicago as chicago as you cannot technically really write that off so with this saturn and again with this saturn and aquarius placement we're going to see again a lot of restructuring and that is just in regards to chicago as the world is coming into spirituality and saturn going direct in aquarius we're going to see a lot of restructuring we're going to see a lot of 
wild ideas becoming more stable as they are put into implementation. So we're gonna see a lot of world ruler, world rulers and people making a lot of unexpected progressive choices. And it's going to be very strategic as these as this transition happens. And as this transition happens, Saturn is going to be in Aquarius until March 7th, 2023, when it transitions into Pisces. So all this unpredictable shit that's getting stabilized, once this shit tra once Saturn transitions into Pisces in March of next year, we're going to see that Neptunian energy come to light, where we see a lot of stabilizing a spiritual of spirituality where it's actually becoming more welcome like welcome we will see in a world sense and not just chicago a more worldwide acceptance of spirituality of acceptance of the mind body and of the mind body and spirit we're going to see a lot more acceptance and we're going to see it be very much more integrated in society as a whole and again chicago is very indicative 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 of that especially as i'm looking at this new politician but like i said keep an eye out on the world news where we see a lot of spiritual happenings again get out of con like they're gonna get out of control and then they're going to stabilize pisces has a lot of creative energy neptune that neptunian energy has a lot of creative energy in it and if you really look if you really really look into um astrology and what the old ruling planet of Pisces is Pisces technically has two planetary rulers Neptune is his primary and also Jupiter so there's going to be a lot of success around integrating creativity and spirituality into the world as a whole as we become more stable and grounded we're gonna see a dip of spirituality and spiritual readers on social media and TikTok and stuff as it stabilizes more out because you know they all kind of got big with COVID. Oops. Now you know they got a lot big with COVID. So we're going to see kind of that stabilize out. It's still very new and it's still very exciting. So it by March of next year, we're going to see spirituality kind of take a more stable footing in society. And we're going to see that be more integrated in politicians. You're going to see a lot more spiritually practicing politicians in your area, in your world. And it's going to be positive spirituality, whether they're Christian or Catholic. It's not going to be toxic. It's not going to be very toxic in nature. It's not going to be, uh, sorry about that. It's not going to be very um, toxic in nature. It's going to be more stable and loving and more welcoming. These people are going to have their own viewpoints or their own religions. Of course they are. But it's not going to be more... It's not going to be toxic like how it was. It's going to be integrated into the work where they'll be like, Okay, God has told me to come and guide you guys because so and Like, again, example is Chicago because I live here. Chicago has been in the dark too long. We need to bring these secrets out and up into the light so that way we can better the city. There's too many, like you will hear a lot of people say that there are there have been secrets in your town the way the, the town has been run, the way your city has been run. Saturn and Aquarius is going to stabilize all of those things. Depending on where Saturn 
uh, where Saturn or where Aquarius is in your chart and how it's transitioning, you will find there's a lot more stabilizing of your unpredictable behaviors or a lot more stabilizing of that unpredictable behavior in your in that area where Saturn or Aquarius kind of sits. Collectively, there will be a stabilizing of um like weirdo ideas, and you will see a lot of progression over the next few months into next year where it really is fully integrated and a lot of people say again this is the age of aquarius it is not the age of aquarius we are still in the age of pisces and you will see that become very apparent as saturn settles into pisces next year and this is a very long podcast so take your break kind of come back and listen to this this is a lot of information i did say a lot of things the primary thing about this is that i use chicago as a very big example because chicago is kind of well known for certain things and i want you guys to hang in there while listening to this podcast i'm now wrapping up i want you guys to really really hang in there as i say these things as i say these things about this saturn and aquarius transit because it is a very important transit for the collective and a lot of the ideas that we have been struggling with for the past couple months is going to really really again start getting implemented and you will see that in your area that things are being weird they're getting weird there are a lot of new ideas that are appearing and coming to fruition and light and you will find that even in your personal life that you have a lot of new ideas and a lot of things that you want to do and you will find yourself making a plan for a lot of these things that will be helpful for your life and your growth you will find that your health you will make strategies for improving your health you'll make strategies for improving your overall life and your overall contentment with life a lot of you that are wondering about business ideas and things that you want to do that seem almost impossible you're going to start making those impossible ideas impossible during this transit and by the time march hits you should be you should have the plan made out well enough to really start chasing your dreams and that is the purpose of this transit until saturn is in pisces because saturn although it is a lot of karma it is also very helpful and it will get you where you need to be it will get you the long-term career it will get you into the business that you want to do it can make you rich but it can also make you poor this transit i want you guys listening to this really really consider that it's not just karma don't let these other practitioners and readers scare you into thinking that you're going to receive some sort of karma instantly the only karma that you get is the stuff that you carry from your past life into this one and when you don't learn those lessons of course spirit is going to try to redirect you on the right track by any means possible whether you are homeless unfortunately people do experience homelessness whether you lose your job whether you lose things that are very important to you spirit is going to remove you from that job you will have horrible situations that happen to you during this transit that did not happen during the retrograde the retrograde saturn retrograde in aquarius kind of put everything on pause but now that it's gone direct in aquarius you will find that honestly it's going to slingshot you into a new 
person into a new state of being saturn is 10th house ruled it is your long-term career it is your long-term stability it is long term and if you want your long-term stability if you want your long-term change it is a growth it is a long-term growth and learning experience and you're going to see that all this stuff happened for a reason during this transit so i want you guys to use this transit and take it into consideration that this is not karma this is a means this is a motivation for you to grow and to become the better person your best person and if you choose not to follow through with that then spirit is going to make you repeat those lessons in the next life which is which will subsequently be your karma for the next life thank you guys for listening to me and i hope you guys love this episode as much as i did my episodes are getting longer and longer and longer so i hope you guys are excited about that they are chock full of information and i have a lot of things to talk about as about spiritual enlightenment and growth and so that you are not scared of some of these transits that some of these readers may put out onto you saturn is not just karma Saturn will never just be karma. It is your teacher. It whips you into shape. It gives you the structure that you need in order to become the best person. And you can take it or leave it. And You can take it or leave it. You can take it and learn from it. Or you can ignore it and just leave it. But at the end of the day, Saturn will always be the father that will look after your best interest. It They will give you the tough love that you need to be your best person and you will be thanking them in the future down the line like damn all of this really did happen for a reason to make note i do have a very good friend of mine that had something horrible happen to her where she was falsely accused at her job but it was a space where she was not happy in and she went through all this bullshit only to recently come back to me and another good friend of mine saying i feel so free i feel happy I feel content. I feel appreciated. That is what Saturn does. Saturn makes you feel loved and appreciated. And although the work is hard and the growth is hard, you will see that in the long term, in the long run, it is something that you needed to grow into your best person. All right. I love you guys so, so much. Thank you for listening to me. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Please, please, please share this. Share it. Share it with your friends. Listen to on Apple, uh, Apple, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon Music, um, Deezer, Stitcher. Um, please just listen. All right. I love you guys so, so much. Bye and happy Halloween. You can email me at trendiesintuitivelightandtarot.com. Uh, Trinity's Intuitive Light and Tarot at gmail.com. You can go on my website, TrinityTarot.com. I will write a webpage on this, um, which will be very more, which will be much more cohesive. Um, subscribe to me on YouTube. I do have an Instagram, Trinity's Intuitive Light and Tarot, which is on, which is my Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Follow, follow me on Facebook. I have a lot more information on there. I post a lot more daily, especially my Instagram as well. I like you guys so much. See you in the next freaking episode. Bye now. Officially. Bye, guys.
Happy Halloween! Yeah, I think that's a really good episode.